This episode of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road is brought to you by American Apparel. The coupon code is EVER20AA. The coupon code, let that is again, EVER20AA. That's going to be a coupon code that you can use to get $20 off $100 sets of clothing, which includes effortless basics and iconic fashion favorites for women, for men, and for children. It's like that Jason Reitman movie, Women, Men, or Men, Women, and Children. It had Adam Sandler, it had Jennifer Garner, it had terrible reviews. And yes, Jason Reitman. What was that last name? Reitman, Reitman. Oh, okay. He made uh, Juno, too, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So yeah, Sarah. American Apparel, check it out. This episode, we have joining me today... No, this is not. This is this is a free flowing podcast, baby. This is there's no editing. You can feel free to not whisper. What? We have. Hmm? Uh, joining us today, we have um, two of my roommates in a location unnecessarily needed to be announced. Guadalajara. It's yeah. We're two roommates in Guadalajara. The one you just heard. That's that was that was me. That's Tim. Tim Gomez. Yes, that's the one. He's uh he's currently here in an Empire Strikes Back T-shirt. And the other roommate is in a t-shirt of a similar genre fair. Genre fair? We have... Same franchise. Matt Waltz. Matt the Millennium Falcon yep. Waltz. Thanks for... Star Wars fan. Thanks for being here, guys. He just flipped off Tim. <clears throat> thanks for being here. It's a caring environment. Thank you for having us, David. Yeah, yeah this is great, right? Yeah. Okay, so we have... Let's jump into it. We have quite the list. We have... What's our subject today, Dave? This, <laughs> the subject is... Top five attractions at the Magic Kingdom. And for those of you who don't know, Magic Kingdom is a theme park in Orlando, Florida. It is the... Happiest place on Earth. Happiest place on Earth. Opened in 1971. October 1st. It's basically the Florida equivalent of Disneyland. Yes. It is Disney World. When people say Disney World, they mostly talk about Magic Kingdom. Because that's the OG. It's the greatest park. Sure. It's the best park in the world. The best place to be. It is the most popular theme park in the entire world, yeah. For good reason. Yeah. What's, well, there's five reasons that I think are, it should be. Oh, let's, let's get right into it. So right. why, why five? What are we counting down, Dave? My number five choice. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's a little a little something. A little bit of an exclusive to the Magic Kingdom. Exclusive? Exclusive? Exclusive. Okay. It's, it's a little something called Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. It is wonderful because, number one, it breaks down all the time, so you get to stay and you get to listen to the music. Uh, the other day I got stuck on the Ursula scene, so I got to hear the entirety of Poor Unfortunate Souls. It was wonderful. Uh, the scene with Under the Sea is great because it's like an actual party. Uh, I love hearing Ariel sing Part of Your World because, first of all, Jodie Benson has the voice of an angel but she lends it to a mermaid and the kiss the girl scene is great and it has Ariel's like vocalizing and the whole thing is just wonderful it's like what every dark ride should be it's just I'm so happy that it's yeah. part of new fantasy land I agree with you that it's a great ride but the breaking down thing is definitely one of the worst thing about it the worst it's it, like, like it's a great ride all throughout and I love I really love the under the sea scene because it's so much fun there's so much going on at once but it just breaks down way too often, and the line queue, as cool as it is, it's very hot, and I think the onloading and offloading section is very messy and rushed, but especially you, for an Omnimover. When you get stuck, you get to be on the ride longer. But it's not always a good thing. 
I want to hear all of part of your world. And when you go underwater, oh, you go backwards. That part's cool, yeah. It's so good. Everything about it is perfect. That's the best part, is the going underwater, for sure. So Matt, what's your number five? Do you like the pick? Oh, no, Do you agree? It's, it's number five, right? Well, five. I wouldn't put it in my top five, but it's, it's definitely a good ride. Yeah. I'm actually surprised you have it that low <laughs> on your top five list, to be honest. <laughs> really? As much as you talk about it. It's wonderful. And it's always like a 25 minute wait. That's not, yeah, it's never long. It's not bad. And the seagull is there. Pelican? What's his name? Nigel? I don't know. I don't like him. He's annoying. What's his name? Um, Scuttle. Scuttle, yeah. yeah. Scuttle he's, the seagull. He's always yeah. mucking about, isn't he? He's, he's a little too... I think he's fun. He reminds me of an annoying Jeff Goldblum character. Jeff Goldblum is, would be great. Who's he voiced by? Scuttle? Yeah. I don't know, probably like... I feel like it's John Belushi's brother. I can't remember his name, though. Jim Belushi? Yeah. Jim Belushi sucks. <laughs> yeah. My Fun fact, I have an auditorium at my college that's named after Jim Belushi. That's awful. Yeah. He's like the worst actor of all time. Well, there you go. Top five worst actors of all time. Number one, Jim Belushi. John Cusack. <laughs> John Cusack is at least better than Kevin Costner. I don't remember anything Kevin Costner was in. I just don't like John Cusack. Either what was your number five, Matt? Matt, number five. So, number five is probably one of the most controversial Is this the one you're going to get shit on for? Um, yeah, for sure. So, I put Stitch's Great Escape. Um, <laughs> it's not Stitch good. is easily one of the most, for me, <laughs> relatable characters. Um, <laughs> okay. It's, listen... <laughs> Okay, so the whole theme of Lilo and Stitch is just like family, family, and it, to me that's oh, really Hama. important. But also, like Stitch is chosen by his family, and I think that's really important. But also, like it's, I think it's cool. I think for part of its nostalgia, for sure, because it's been there for quite a while now, and um, it's hard not to like this blue alien that just like causes chaos I don't know to me it's just like the coolest thing um it could shit on a lot mm -hmm. and now I believe it's seasonal I know there's a, some meet and greets there I don't think they're running the ride anymore um they're not closing it not gone officially but um I definitely think just because it includes Stitch and it's very like early 2000s it's definitely one of my top controversial yeah. picks on this list. Well, I agree with you on the Stitch part and the family. Stitch is a good character. That's all fine. However, this ride, I know you've said so before, he deserves a better ride. And this attraction for Stitch itself is not a really good attraction because it sprays at you and there's bad smells. And it's Stitch when he's only chaotic. There's not really the fun side to Stitch there. He deserves a better ride and that ride worked better as Alien Encounter, even though it was scary for kids. I don't know. I don't know, I think it's better to have him than to not have him at all. That's true, yeah. It's hard to overstate, in the grand scheme of this podcast, how badly you've lost yeah. this podcast. That's like, probably not the worst attraction in Magic Kingdom, but it's definitely down there. I can you definitely can, think of You've worse. already lost with that pick. As long as I don't have I Tiki like Room on my list, I think I'll be fine. There's like... It's just... First of all, you say Stitch is like a, the most relatable character. He's, he's not. Like, he's not like a crazy person. Because he's adopted. <laughs> so what? <laughs> you could say that about like literally every Disney character has no parents. Yeah, but how many of them are adopted? They're adopted by someone yeah, at, at some true. point along the way. I would consider Pinocchio was adopted. Like Bambi Pinocchio is adopted was by Thumper. A puppet that was created by the person. It's not his kid. Okay, this it is, is his kid. Does that mean Geppetto played God? 
basically. <laughs> that's a complete. That's why there was podcast. no Pinocchio too. Geppetto is too powerful of a Disney character. He had to be taken care of. That's another Disney podcast. Exactly. What if Geppetto is the who's genie? Who's the most powerful Disney character? Well, genie is. I say Elsa. No genie. She controls like seventy percent of the world. Well, Chernobog is easily the most powerful Disney genie. character ever to be created. No, which well, is why he's not around anymore. D- genie is because actually the most powerful. He lives the outside most the time powerful, and space. The... And genie can do anything except those three things. But even then, he could find a way to do it. Like he said, Aladdin, I can't have you kill anyone, but he could give Aladdin a gun and put him right next to the person he wants to kill. So I think for Judy is the most powerful. Either way, next time. Regardless, the Stitch pick is... Yeah, it's not a good... It's literal garbage. We'll agree to disagree. We'll not agree to anything. It's a bad... It's I bad. like Stitch, and I see where you're coming for, but the attraction itself isn't good enough for Stitch, and they didn't even change it. They just gave it That's a Stitch That's why it's at the bottom of the list. My Can dad, on list. I had to choose five, so... So you couldn't find anything better than had Stitch? To be five. Well, defunct rides, but... My dad left his hat on there once, so how good could it really be? That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's... That, that like, gives it all. All right. All right, Tim. So my number five... Please uh, save us from that train. Yeah, well, my number five is a good one. It might seem high on my <laughs> list, but it is the one, the only, not the only, but... The Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh, my God. It's a fantastic classic. What? Okay, whatever. It's a fantastic classic. It's a lot of fun. The theming is great. We just redid the line queue a couple years ago. It's a lot of fun. It's totally immersive. It's not as thrilling as other mountains in Magic Kingdom, but it's still a great ride. I would wait fairly long for it, not too long, but itself as a Disney ride, it doesn't have any ties to IP. It's just a classic Disney attraction, and that's what I love about it. It goes so slow. So what? Roller coaster should be fast. Okay, how many fast roller coasters does Disney really have? There should be four. There should be a lot of faster coasters Disney has, but they don't have any, except for really rock and roller coaster and Space Mountain. Well, Barnstormer goes faster than any other Disney roller coaster. Yeah, but it's not. It's a kid ride, though. I think you can make the same case for Thunder Mountain, but Thunder Mountain's more fun. It actually has a theme. It's not just an open track. Big Thunder would probably <clears throat> be in the top ten. I don't know about. I'd put it five. in the top ten. I wouldn't put it at five. I mean, but also like, yeah, it's better than Stitch. It is better than Stitch. I mean, like, I like Big Thunder. I just think, you know, there's better. Just I think generic. it's not just you about the roller coaster. It any... It's about the theming to it also. if it didn't have that queue you could find it at any other yeah. amusement park in America but, but I do think it's uniquely Disney in the way that it's just so detailed that's why Disney it sets itself apart with yeah. that, those extra details that's yeah. why it's the best yeah well what's fifth, better than fifth Disney fifth best <laughs> oh yeah, the right so I'm saying Disney is the best in general it's true so what's your number four Dave my number four is it's a little little something that I like to call it's like a little, this is just a little personal name that I have for it. I like to call it Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, How is that personal? I don't know, I don't know whatever weird rant Matt is about to go on right now, but first <laughs> of all, Pirates of the Caribbean is fantastic. It has the smell, which is great. He's like showing his phone to someone. The smell is great. Um, stop communicating. The, they're like, they are literally showing each other things on their phones. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is wonderful. <coughs> it has so many iconic scenes, like the dog with the key in its mouth, and come on, dearie, show me your larboard side. Not for long. Not I went on it this morning. I think that's the last time I'm going to see it. Rest in peace, the wench. Um, the guy's foot hanging over the thing. Oh, buddy foot. Yo-ho, yo-ho, Pirates Life for me. Jack Sparrow at the end has become iconic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the come on, Carlos, don't be chicken. <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's all great because it's like a boat ride through like it has like it has like one of the best stories of a Disney ride. Yeah, it's like one of those iconic attractions where you could read a whole book about it, and I think you have. Yeah, and I have. 
it's a Walt Disney classic, Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's good without the movies too, mm-hmm. which is important. And I agree. I think the movies definitely the spinoff helped the ride too by like helping revamp it, giving new ideas, and the Lion King music and the merchandise. It all fits so well. That whole area is the perfect Pirates area. There are some things that I don't like about it. But I'll get into that later. Because, Ooh, you know, yeah. little there's little, little hints. As much as I love Pirates of the Caribbean, there are a lot of things you could do way better. But I'm going to dig deep or dig into that later. But yeah, it's a that's, it's a great attraction. That might be a little bit of a sneak peek at what's coming later in these lists. I think. Wink, wink. Yeah. Progresso. What? Wink, wink. Progresso. I thought it was ring, ring. Oh shit. <laughs> I got two. Ring, ring. Progresso. Yeah. All right, Matt Waltz. There are four letters in Matt. What's your number four pick? My number four is another one that you two don't oh God. enjoy very much, but I put uh, Peter Pan's Flight. I think it is the quintessential dark ride of Disney World. It's the only one left. I think, um, yeah, it, it breaks down a lot. Um, it certainly is not worth a 90-minute wait, but um, you can't beat flying over London in a pirate ship. I mean, there's just nothing like it. I think it's completely unique and that it is one of the last true dark rides at Disney, and I think it will stay there forever. I don't ever see it leaving. You're getting your ass kicked in this No, I agree with him. It's a good ride. It is the classic dark ride, and the thing that's so special, I think the main reason to wait 90 minutes isn't just because Peter Pan is like a fantastic classic Disney movie, but it's also the fact that it's you're flying over London, and you can look down. It's, it's a suspended uh, attraction, which is, I think, the only one in Disney World. It's definitely special in that way. And sure, it's a dark ride, which means you kind of can't really see anything else other than things you're supposed to see, but the way the track works, and it's an on-mover, it's just such a classic, and it's so much fun. You have so far had two of the rides that would be on my worst five wow. attractions list. You're, you're completely blowing this. No, it's like Peter Pan, he's, he's on that one. So far, this would be my list of the five worst. What's next? You're going to have Country Bear Jamboree next? I've actually never done Country Bear really? Jamboree, so that will not be on any of my lists. I like it a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even get into that now. Anything that has a person named Liverlips in it is not my kind of thing. But it's funny, so. there is blood on the saddle. Peter Pan's Flight would be a great ride if you had waited five minutes for it. I would wait Which is very easy to yeah. do with this new technology Disney has called a Fast Pass. Yeah. I, would, so, I mean, I would wait 30 minutes for it, too. For sure. 30 minutes to... In that interactive yeah. queue, see, yeah. Like, have Captain, you seen the new queue yet? I actually have seen you like, on his new queue. Like, you have about with It's Captain cool. Puck. Have you seen the new queue? No, I don't... I'm not going to wait 70 minutes to see Peter Pan. But you like, would wait 70 minutes for Friday Give, you, give you a high five to, like... Like here's a high five. Now here's like a bubble Isn't, interactive queue. Here's, here's bubbles. None of that happens. So no. I would not wait seventy five minutes. You're for in Nemo. the. I didn't say seventy five. I would wait like ten minutes for Nemo oh, you're, max. You're in the minority. Maybe fifteen because that's I think that's what we waited today. Regardless, this is not what we're talking about. Nemo is a separate story. Whatever. Either way, now it's good. Uh, my number four is Pirates of the Caribbean. Hey. Now, <laughs> same things. We're kicking your ass. Well, everything Dave said about Pirates of the Caribbean is totally true. One of the best attractions anywhere in the world. Although I do, the reason it's so high up on my list is because I have a lot of problems with it. I love it more than anything, and I love the movies and the Hans Zimmer score and the Kalspella. All that music is fantastic. I love it so much, but there are so many things wrong with it. Number one, I even tweeted Disney World about this. Is the picture that I would take before the fall? I've talked about this a lot. I hate it so much. I mean, before the first fall, you have like the lone dead skull pirate just you know piloting his ship. It's crashed. It's awesome. It's so iconic. Mm-hmm. And then you fall. It was even the teaser poster. Exactly. That mm-hmm. was that. That is the 
that's just pirates. And then they have that stupid picture, you fought, whatever. Other than that, the entire ride, iconic as it is, it's also very bland. It's kind of like a dark ride in a way where there's one scene per small area you go and you look there and you watch it and it's fun for a couple seconds and then you look around and it's like, oh, there's nothing. There's some scenery over here, it's all dark. They could add so much more. They can update a lot of the animatronics. Someone Disney doesn't want to do that, everything, and change is scary, whatever. Change needs to happen. They still keep pirates, keep its main thing, but add so much more to it. You can add more lights. If you look around, you're not looking at the main thing. You're just going to see a lot of darkness and like the ceiling and everything. They can do a lot more with it. They just revamp it, add a whole bunch more stuff, new animatronics, a little bit more scenery and stuff like that. And also there's some minor details where there's like painted doors where I could easily just put on like a fake little fixture. That's like a small detail that I only care about. Like at the end room with Captain Jack Sparrow when he's in the fort, the fort that he's in, there's, I think they're all fake painted on bricks. They could just get some little foam panels, color them up and put them on there and make it look real. There's just some minor details like that, which they could easily fix up and do, which would make pirates even better. But yeah, I think it's great though. Did you put Orlando Bloom in it and Keira Knightley? Mm, Jack's know. a little bit of a stretch. I, I love the movies and IP, but Pirate should try to keep itself original. But Ian McShane is in it. Okay, but Porco says like awesome. I just uh, his voice is. I'd great. be okay if they took all the movie movie aspect out of it. They can leave like one or two Jack Sparrow's in. I'll talk about many. that later. So. Oh, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And Johnny Depp is in my favorite, but Captain Jack Sparrow is one of the best Disney characters, especially Chris Lightfoot. Talk about controversial opinions. <laughs> What, that Johnny Depp is? That bad. Jack Sparrow is the best Disney Johnny Depp character? I didn't say best. I'm saying he's one of the most interesting, most beloved Disney characters. I'm not saying Johnny Depp. I'm saying the character, Captain Jack Sparrow. He got a little bit flanderized. He did. He was great in the first three. Mm-hmm. You don't... You like the... You like the I can smell the hate boiling <laughs> here. So, Dave, what's your third? My third pick is... is It's, it's the truth. It's actual... It's satisfaction. <laughs> it's Splash Mountain, which was my favorite, favorite ride growing up. And over the years, I think two have surpassed it. But Splash Mountain, it's always going to be loved. It's beloved by me because it's so, it's like so long. It takes, it's like such a long ride, but it's great. You know, you get the drop, which everyone knows. But I'm not even here for, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for the drop. I'm here for the the book that says how to catch a rabbit but he caught Br'er Bear so it's like oh my gosh mm-hmm. I'm here for Br'er Toad and <laughs> all this other shit going on and like the the this, the ascension up to the drop with the crows and all the bees the and like there's like different areas of it where yeah. you, you can see the castle and then you go to the fun little area and then you go to bee land and then you go to the vultures and then like Br'er Rabbit is like, don't throw me in the briar patch. And then there's like a boat of like all the animals. It's great. It's like, I hope that it always remains Splash Mountain because mm-hmm. if they're taking the wench out of Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm worried that people are going to think that Song of the South is too racist to have a ride based on it. But if you think about it, there's no Uncle Remus in it. Sure. So maybe it's okay. I just love it. I and totally agree. It's great. It's just such a great Disney ride too. I, there's very little things I could really find wrong with it. It's perfect. It has anything you could ever want out of a ride. It has elements of like a dark ride, mm-hmm. of a thrill ride, of a kid's ride, of a... You like take your dick out and lay it on the table like, this is what we got. We could just do this. And like people love it and they wait two hours for it. You have to get Harry Potter rides. I don't know any dick I'd wait two hours for. <laughs> There's... Well, Splash Mountain is like the, the perfect... It's definitely <laughs> Disney's like... It's its biggest asset and it's the big dick game, but yeah. 
it's like, oh, you just spent 10 years developing Harry Potter in your theme parks. Well, Guess what? We had Splash Mountain, and guess what? It's still kicking our ass. We refurbed Splash Mountain. We changed nothing, and people are still waiting two yeah. hours for it. Interestingly enough, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess there's another thing I'll talk about later. Um, but We are ruining his list. Well, you brought up... See, I thought I'd disagree with the you. The winch scene. I'll talk about that later. Um, I have the same pick for my number three. Splash um, Mountain? Splash Mountain is my third um, top five attraction, ride, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'd say it's an attraction. For and many I... of the same reasons. Um, I think the length is perfect. I think... Um, longer rides to me are usually better um, I think the theming is perfect I think they were smart to keep out um, the elements of racism from Song of the South I don't think they're going to ever change it because mm-hmm. they have no reason to um, it's no longer in production people are not still hung up on that yeah. only the people that are like anti-Disney and they took all the don't have to worry about, about that because they're not made that a ride. they're not going to be here um, but I just think of all the rides in Magic Kingdom, if I if there was one ride that I said I have to do this, it would be Splash Mountain. Regardless of what number it sits at on my list, I think Splash Mountain. You can't. There's just not much that beats it. Um, it's just like a fun ride. It's great. And it doesn't even really get <clears throat> that wet. Mm-mm. It used to get a lot. It depends more. on where you sit. But. Sure. You used to get a lot more splashed on it. I'm kind of glad they took the, some of the splashing out because yeah. as much as you like getting wet, you don't want to come off it completely soaked because that does ruin your rest of your day a little bit. It's fun to get a little bit wet, maybe get your hair and shirt wet. You just want to get soaked. Even at night, at yeah. the end of the night, it's still kind of like you know, now you have to trudge through the entire park with thousands yeah. of other people. So I, mean, I think that's one of the things they did to the refurb. They took some of the splash elements out, which I'm kind of happy about. You get more wet when you go by the people who are plunging. Well, yeah, well, they used to spray you even more, I remember. Yeah. Because, like, now when it splashes down, it's the only backsplash that comes out. What it used to be was they used to have, like, pressured water would spray out additionally to that so everyone would get wet no matter where they were. It's like... The water rides are never have never been my favorite, but for some reason, Splash Mountain is just... Because mm-hmm. it's more than a water ride. Yeah. It's not like Cali River Rapids where the thing is, oh, you get wet. Cali River Rapids is disgusting. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it anymore. But that's not for this. No, this is a different yeah. podcast. Timothy. Um, my third. Tim. Three <laughs> letters. What's your number three? Well, actually, Tim's got four letters. There's a silent end at the end. Tim. Uh, not my point. So why is third? it a silent end? <laughs> he said Tim. The third on my list might be controversial. <laughs> he can't spell. I don't know. It's not a big deal. I can't read. Let me Controversial. <laughs> is Haunted Mansion. Controversial. That's number like, three. That's controversial. See, I feel like you guys have a higher list. I don't know yet. Uh, I love we'll Haunted Mansion. have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I love Haunted Mansion. It's a, it's a near perfect ride. There's some elements of it I don't like, but I'll get I'll, I'll talk about those first that I don't like, then I'll get to what I love about it. What I don't like about it is some it should be colder in there. It's warm. I feel like if you really got I know it's nitpicky, but if they really get you chilled, like there's one part in the hallway with the candle, the long hallway, they chill you a little bit because they talk about chills going on. But if you were cold the entire ride, it would be scary because that's just human conditioning. When we're warm, we don't really get scared. But when we really feel cold and feel goosebumps, that helps add to the element of it. The other thing that I don't love about it is the final graveyard scene because I love the song however sometimes the verses are way too similar there's different words but music is just too similar the whole time and that kind of gets a little eh other than that I love it there's so much fun in it the graveyard scene I mean aside from the music it's fun and I like how the story goes from you're a person visiting the house and then you die and get thrown out the window and that's your ghost in the graveyard 
the ballroom scene is so much fun. Like all the animatronics and special effects on it are just amazing. I think it's definitely Disney at its best. The theming of it's fantastic. Lion Q and everything. Just haunted mansion on its own. It doesn't need anything else. No IP. It could stand by itself forever. It just it's always be a fantastic thing. I'm gonna respond to you now because my number two pick is the haunted mansion. Perfect. It's uh. First of all, it should be. I, I think it would be cooler if it was colder. I think it should be a yeah. cool forty-five in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is, but being cold makes humans scarier. That's just a fact. Right? I think if you're trying to send your guests into some kind of heat shock after they get out of the ride, well, putting it down to forty-five is a great, <laughs> great uh, idea. I think um, no, we're in Florida. That's an awful idea. Sorry. Maybe not forty-five, but they could warm it up. At cool the end, forty-eight. You know? They should, the movie... A crisp 49. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> crisp. The movie that Guillermo del Toro wants to make about the Haunted Mansion, starring Ryan Gosling, should happen. It should happen. Fuck the Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, it's a good one when you're a kid. It's, um... It's fun. The, it's just like... The reason I love it just like Pirates of the Caribbean, because it has, like, a, iconic scenes. Like, mm-hmm. Madame Leota, that scene is yeah. fantastic. The candle floating in the hallway is my favorite part. Um, I wish it was a little scarier, though. Just a tiny bit. It's... When I, was, when I was a kid, I was terrified by it. Yeah, I refused to I wish it could still scare... Like, I, there's some parts that still creep me out, but as an adult, I wish it could still give me parts where, like, oh, shit, that freaked me out. Well, the bride freaked me out. Yeah. That's unnerving. Getting stuck in the attic is easily yeah, that's, that's, the most frightening experience yeah. on Disney. Especially property. if you go there at night when it's, like, storming out. Oh, yeah, that's that's the best. The only thing is, like, the animatronics of the ghosts, like, the OG ones, are better than the bride animatronic, I think. Like they look better. A little bit, yeah. Well, it's her face the and like the actions are very odd. Yeah, it's like how they have the frozen and the seven dwarfs now with those animatronics that look great. I don't think it was ready yet when they nah, did the bride. It wasn't there yet, and it's like, like uh, this isn't like this is kind of irrelevant. But Star Tours, the pre-show that you have to go through, oh, is like so. It's just so annoying. Yeah. And but the the pre-show for the Haunted Mansion is fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's probably the best pre-show. Like Star ever Tours made. just took the prequels sure. and made it into a pre-show. Yeah, and like, like the the. Stretching paintings. Those are it's great, and, and like it still confuses guests too. Like, are we going down or up? No, no, you're not. I think Disneyland you do, but here you don't. But people still get confused about it. And, it, it, and no matter no matter who you're with, there's either people who are looking around like this is brand new, and they get scared when they they see the dead like guy on the top of the like, yeah, the hanging. So that's one version. The other version is when you have guests that have all done it before, and they're like saying the same spiel with everyone else, and they're doing the evil laugh and screaming, and that's just so much fun. It's great. It's like. You, it reduces the wait time. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's, guest it's atmosphere. It's part of your wait time. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it because it's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. And there's no one on the ride that's like, oh, it's, I mean, that's scary. Like, oh, it's all fake. People just enjoy it to enjoy it. And there's, that hanging body, like, yeah. you would never see that on another mm-hmm. Disney ride now. And I never really heard anyone complain about it either. It's great. And, like, I've always, I asked, I think I asked you this, Matt, when we went on it. Is it better, like, which part do you like better? Pre- Madame Leota waking up the spirits or post-Madame Leota. And I think I think I'd make the argument for pre because... Pre's a little scarier. Yeah, and you get the mansion element. you like going through, like touring the mansion. You really feel alone. The post part has the iconic scenes though, mm-hmm. the song and Thurl Ravenscroft. And, but like the pre part is like, like just fantastic. And it's just like a mansion tour. Yeah. But Madame Leota I think is the best scene. Yeah. Besides the can- floating candelabra. That, that's so cool. I love that. I wish they could fix it a little better because there's a, a certain point where you can see the mirror if you look too hard. They, I mean, I don't want to be nitpicky. They probably could improve on that. I don't know. Disney's got it up their sleeves somewhere. I also love all the Easter eggs with it. Like, yeah. 
how you said the bride is buried in the graveyard, or no, the bride most likely killed. That's like a whole. That's just a theory, though. Oh, okay. Well, Constance might not be her actual name. I'm sure we'll have a chance to talk more about the haunted mansion at some point. Yeah. But what's your number two, Matt? So my number two is actually Pirates of the Caribbean. Huh? Um, I think, as far as immersion goes, Disney has something has done something very right with it. Um, like Tim said, there are definitely some things that they could improve. I think starting with that, they could add to both sides. I think having too much on either side is better than not having enough. Mm -hmm. um, it's a busy pirate um, town. I think having animatronics on both, both sides yeah. um, would be beneficial to all guests because not only is it going to keep people coming back, even though it already does, um, but also just like to further that immersion. I mean, you really feel like you're on a boat outdoors. I'm on a um, boat. Okay. I'm on a boat. Sorry. As long as we leave Andy Sandberg home. Um, Oof. No, but <laughs> you really do feel like you're traveling through this town, and I think one of the really strong points of that or ride is the immersion. Um, Disney's no stranger to immersion. They just introduced Flight of Passage, which is easily one of the most immersive rides that Disney's ever created. Um, anyway, not talking about Flight of Passage. Uh, <laughs> not I, I agree with that. But, uh, yeah, I think they could add those changes. I think there's so much potential mm -hmm. for that ride, and I think that's a huge part of why I was so high up on my list, because I really do see the potential um, for it to be the best ride at Magic Kingdom. I think a part of the bright auction thing, like you mentioned, having two signs on both sides, oh, yeah. the bright auction exactly. actually does have two scenes on both sides. So yeah. I think that's not exactly a reason people are, I don't think people are thinking about that, just the bright thing changing, whatever that is, what it is. But that, the fact that that's on both sides, that definitely feels like a full scene. And the scene right after that is with like the one fat pirate and Jack Sparrow is behind him popping up and down. And that's pretty much it. You've got like two pirates being chased around in the background, but that scene is very bland. And you can listen to that pirate talk for like three seconds. So like, okay, what's next? And you have to wait to the next room. What's on the other side of the one scene? I don't uh, there's like some people sitting. There's some like racy looking people. There's like the and, old uh, bride sign they shoot and yeah. it makes a noise. It's, it's fun. Cool. I don't remember it. Could yeah. be better, but it's the best scene really. Oh yeah. I've probably I've been trying to soak in the wind. For sure. Yeah. Even um even with the changes that are coming, I still think it's, it's for sure going to be one of the best rides um that are ever going to be in the Magic Kingdom. And I think um the changes are okay. They're not it has nothing to do with like bullshit about being politically correct. They're not trying to um to erase history in any way, shape, or form. I think they're just trying to empower women, and I mm -hmm. think that's a good thing. Um, Especially since there's no one on the ride except the ones being little, sold. a little out of place uh, for that ride specifically, um, historically, but um, it is a world of fantasy just as much as Fantasyland is, so I think um, that Disney is changing it to include women in a stronger role is perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. Thanks. Very touching. Yeah, that was nice. You shit on my touching um, Stitch well, stuff, well, but not pirates. Because Stitch redeemed... had nothing to do with the ride. The character and the ride are separate. Yeah, You've redeemed your list. It's his kind of, ride. I mean, the first it's part his ride, but his ride shit, though. But he didn't choose that. Well, I know, but I'm saying you shouldn't say the ride is good just because there's a good character in it. 
Sorry. Like, yeah, like, well, you could say, like, oh, fucking love uh, Magic Carpets of Aladdin. It's the best part because the genie's part of it. It's like, no. That genie's not a part of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, just genie something. Yeah, it's genie likes to say, and then yeah, genie gives the line, or, like, the safety thing in Spanish, which I think is pretty funny. That's my favorite part of the entire ride, which is kind of sad. Well, don't you feel stupid now? No, I just don't generally That's like having your favorite character on a ride that's total ass. Yeah, but that's, like, a children's ride. That's, like... It's like, well, yeah. oh, I know like no Let's just go line. in a circle for the next half hour, and then we can. If hop anyone over ever has one of those do Dumbo Triceratops spin and line rides in their top five list, they just they can go kill themselves. I think Dumbo. That's wow. dark. But they should just. They don't know what they're talking about. Jeez, Dumbo. It's not even a ride. It's a carnival ride. Dumbo could be an exception. Maybe because of classicness yeah, and nostalgia, but I don't think that's another the theming is so much better than Aladdin. And get Timothy Mouse yelling the whole time. The only thing is, like, I thought there was only one Dumbo. There's two now. Why are there 16 Dumbos? Magic. A magic carpet ride. Okay, well, moving on to my number two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of rides, oh. my number two is... I have no idea what it's going to be. I don't care if you guys it's, disagree it's with me. It's my favorite. You might... I mean, everybody loves it. It's most... Not the most <laughs> we'll iconic, see. but... Monorail Jr., the Tomorrowland People Mover, right? Mm. It's amazing. Mm. It gives you your own tour. Okay, just hear me out. Still it's classic. Mm. It's, I think, <laughs> the best part about Tomorrowland. <laughs> it takes you all throughout, and it doesn't take away from Tomorrowland itself. You know, like, in Disneyland, their Tomorrowland uh, People Mover doesn't even exist anymore. And their weakest thing was that it still had, like, the center part with Astro Orbiter on top. That doesn't exist anymore. And their People Mover ran straight down the middle of the entrance of Tomorrowland. However, in Florida... Ours goes around on the side, it goes in and out of Space Mountain, it goes all throughout, and it really gives a feel of being in an actual tomorrow land, just to have that source of transportation that goes all the way around, but doesn't affect anyone who's walking on the ground. It's fun, it gives you a tour, it's a Disney classic. I love it. I was hanging around near uh, one of the ice cream wagons the other day, just like, for like a couple hours, mm-hmm. just hanging around there, and I could hear every 10 seconds, it would be like, that's right. It's out of this world. Uh-huh. Well, maybe that's why you shouldn't hang around the same place for hours on end. And it was great. I loved it. And because it's my number one pick. Is it is. the People Mover. As I grew up with it, I've known as the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. It's the People Mover Transit Authority, something like that. Mm. Wedway, People Mover, whatever you want to call it. It's, uh, it's great because you're on it, and then you're like, oh, we get to see the castle. And then you go by the castle, and you're like, well, that was fun. Uh, but that's the best part, and it's over now. It's like, nope, not the best part, because now you get to go and see Walt's original vision for Epcot, and you're like, oh, well, that's the best part, and now it's over. It's like, nope, not the best part, yeah. because now you get to hear Mickey talk about Mickey Star Traders. It's like, now approaching Mickey Star Traders. That's the best. And I love how, like, it's both inside and outside, too. Or at least shows right? you everything of Tomorrowland. There's a few problems I don't, I, I do have with it, and they, that is not the Space Mountain part, but other parts where you're in a dark tunnel and it's very long. They could add like a screen or something on the side or just a little thing. Because in a few of those places, they have like the lady getting her hair done. Right. They have the robots getting on like the train or whatever. Those are fun. They don't really have the room, but they could add a little something more than just a dark hallway. And I love the um, Epcot or Walt Disney's original Progress City. The only problem I have with that is it's got to be dusted up. There's some spiders and stuff and everything. That's just a Disney maintenance thing you should work on. Other than that, it's, it's amazing. Well, like, even sometimes if they don't have anything visually, they still have, like, paging Mr. Morrow. Yeah. Mr. Tom Morrow. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything more terrifying than riding that through Space Mountain. Really? Every single time I, love I it. ride That's through the there, best part of the ride. I'm just going thinking space this Mountain. ride you can is hear going screaming. to derail and kill oh my me. God. And I'm not no. even going to be able to see my death. Like, 
What? It's, it's just, so fantastic going through Space Mountain. You know, if Space Mountain were Especially when the lights are more... on in Space Mountain, that's so cool. Because mm. you can see something that not a lot of people get to see. I really. love it, but... And oh, you go through Buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go by the Carousel of Progress. You go over the Speedway. Buzz isn't going to derail. And well, neither is Space Mountain. Maintenance. You're also above it. Space so. Mountain has kind of gone downhill. The People Mover, I think, is my number one because whenever I think about Disney World and what I love about it and mm-hmm. when I'm in the park, when I'm reminded why I love it so much is because when I went as a kid, yeah, we went to the Christmas party every year and none of the rides had any weight. And even though People Mover doesn't have a weight hardly ever, we would still do it anyway and we'd go on it and it'd be Christmas time at night and we'd be on it alone and it was great mm-hmm. and I love it and I treasure it. And it's so close to my heart yeah. and soul as I, a person. I definitely have the same kind of nostalgia with it. I remember always going out with my dad, especially at night in Tomorrowland, because you could see all the awesome lights and everything. It's cool, you're tired during the day, but you can relax. You can still see Astro Orbiter go off. You can see Dance Party. I don't care for that that much. But you can see all the cool lights of Tomorrowland. And another memory I have is the first time I ever like went to Magic Kingdom by myself was two years ago. And I decided to go there for extra magic hours in the morning. And I was like the first one on the people mover and going with her out there in Tomorrowland in the very early morning when the sun's still low and the park like, isn't even busy yet. Most of the carts aren't even open. That's such a cool experience. It's, I, I love, I've always loved Lazy Rivers. Yeah, it's the same kind it's of principle. Like, to it. It's just going on a tour or something mm-hmm. and just relaxing. It's yeah. fantastic. That's my number one pick. But and there's no stress to it too. It's no. not like you gotta get ready, you gotta look for this or anything. It's, it's just, just yeah. You just kind of relax and look at. And there's never a long wait time either. No, it's the best, and it's the best ride. So to have yeah. no wait time is perfect. Plus, it's so cool because it's above everything. And I already know what number one pick is gonna be from Matt, but I'd still love to hear him talk about it anyway. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, so uh, Haunted Mansion is my number oh, one right. pick. Um, <laughs> anybody that knows me or knows me well, like um, every listener of this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Spicy. Knows that horror is like the bane of my existence. Um, the many people would not say that Haunted oh, Mansion is horror, but um, arg- I would argue that they're not correct. Um, I think from the new interactive queue to the second you step out of that ride, um, you're like you're in the best ride that um, Disney has ever kind of come up with. I think the mythos behind it is phenomenal. I think um, it has easily the most iconic scenes, um, maybe not in all of Disney history, but certainly in um, Magic Kingdom. And uh, I, I agree definitely about the pre Madame Leota um, mm. section. I think that's where it's strongest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Although, um, I would love to see them um, add some more of that horror element that's yeah. very obviously there. They kind of like push the envelope um, a little bit. So they, it's scary, but they don't want it so scary that nobody wants to come back. Yeah. But um, like I said earlier, being, well, actually I didn't say this, I don't believe. Um, but being stuck in the attic um, in the Haunted Mansion is the scariest place yeah okay so yeah the scariest place you could ever be stuck um not only is the theming just like top notch um you feel like you're in a horror film Mm -hmm. um from the soundtrack to the set design it's just perfect um i love that the haunted mansion has this story 
and it follows the story all the way through. So concise. I think, um, even though the graveyard scene is iconic, I think they could change it, and I wouldn't be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of go with that more horror aspect, because you do hit a high note in the attic, and then you're falling, and suddenly it's whimsical. Um, that works for some people. For me, um, I've read a lot about um, the potential that Haunted Mansion had to be, um, and I appreciate the mythos so much that I would just like to be, I'd like the notch turned up just a little bit on the horror aspect. I think, I mean, it's hard to, you know, beat um, starting out with somebody hanging himself in an attic. Uh, that's pretty horrific. Um, it's something you don't ever forget from the time you're a little kid to now. It's like, you can't take that out of your mind and it's pretty morbid. Um, but I think the Haunted Mansion, just the story of it is what yeah. really draws me there. And I think time and time again, um, I recognize things that I hadn't recognized before. And there's always some element of it that makes me uneasy. Um, and that's why I have it at my top. There's so much meaning to it. Yeah. yeah. I think the story element of it is definitely the strongest because as soon as you get into the interactive part of the line queue until you actually leave the <clears throat> like attraction itself, you can't even, you can completely forget you're even in Magic Kingdom. You don't see anything else. There's nothing cheesy about it. There's no like small Easter eggs or stuff like that. I mean, there's a little Easter eggs, but it's not like, oh, guess what? You're still in Magic having fun on everything. And to go on with the scary part, I think that the graveyard scene is definitely to calm kids down if they get scared. However, it could be changed. They should do some of the iconic stuff with like the singing busts. They're fun. They could make the entire ride totally scarier, though. Because I remember as a kid going on it, like, Roy's Park's about to close. It's dark. You know, it's storming. That's, that freaked the shit out of me. And then the graveyard scene always calmed me down. Now they have, like, the interactive ghosts at the end. You know, they do stuff. It's fun. But I think they could even make it scarier. And if little kids get scared, well, guess what? Small World's just around the corner. And if you're scared of it, maybe don't go on it. Because Magic Kingdom, as much as it should be for kids and adults, it should have some elements where maybe little like little kids don't want to do it. But even some little kids like getting scared, too. So It freaks the shit out of you. Yeah, well, I was like six or whatever. And then my family is like, oh, we're kind of tired. But we kind of do one more ride. What should we do? Oh, look, Haunted Mansion, lightning strikes. I'm like, ah, I'm going to die in there. Because, yeah, you know, you don't really know when you're a kid. I'm pretty sure I held on to my dad the entire time I heard it. Well, after they finally convinced me to go on it. (laughs) And he loves horror movies. There's just, ah, there's so much to gush about the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And there's very few things wrong with it. There's minor things here and there you could change, and, like, little complaints you can have. But there's nothing you can really say where, like, you can knock it down at all. Hatbox Ghost should be there. Yeah, well, that's, that's more about Disneyland versus Disney World controversy. I think um, I'd also be okay if they just kind of plopped Phantom Manor over Haunted Mansion. What is Phantom um, Manor? It's different. It's better in a way. It's not, it's not as it's classic, Paris, but it's right? scarier. Yes, and it, like the theme, scarier. the story of it is Darker. fantastic. Did you say it has bears? No, no. It's, it's basically Paris. Paris, Disneyland Paris it's like, is where Phantom Manor is. I can't remember the right full now. thing, but it's rich people who ended up either murdering each other or getting murdered, and they're still haunted, and it's a lot scarier. Especially because in Paris, or just in, across Europe, it's like a cultural horror thing. Like, I'm sure you can agree with that, Matt. Or in America, we've got our horrors mostly take place on the frontier and the outskirts of society and everything. Not really in cities, like it does mostly in Britain, but especially in Paris. A lot of their horror and their culture is all focused on, like, rich people and famous people getting murdered viciously and horribly and taking places 
in nice fancy places. So it doesn't make sense, but it happens anyway there. Mm. And so it kind of throws the comfort of, oh, this was a huge mansion, throws it out the window and saying, this is a horror show and this is where you go to die kind of thing. That's what really gives it that edge. Should I watch it on YouTube or should Definitely. I save my virginity well, for it? I wouldn't save your virginity. I would do... Do what? I would do research about it because that really um, connects with the frontier line of it too. The yeah. entire area is connected and it really builds up the theme for it. So if you do all frontier line and learn about the mythos of it, you can know about the ride. But as soon as you go on the ride, it's going to be even more like, holy shit, this is like I'm actually in a horror movie. It makes it great. Well, there's a fantastic book that you actually purchased. Um, not sure if it goes by the same name that it did in the early 2000s when I bought its first rendition. But um, Haunted Mansion from the movies to the ride. Um, is that the book that I have? Yes. Oh. It, uh, it details not only our haunted mansion, oh, it details Mystic Manor, mm -hmm. Phantom Manor. But or, I feel like, wouldn't there be something to be said for saving myself for when I, if I ever see it for the first time? Oh, yeah, but you should definitely... Bit, you should um, know what you're getting into, though. Watch if it you, on YouTube? Yeah, well, if you just go into it without knowing anything about it, you're going to miss a lot of things. And you don't want to overhype yourself, but at the same time, you want to know what to look out for, and you want to know about the backstory before you just go on and do it. Also, like, I've never been to Disneyland Paris, so... You know, YouTube's the next best thing. Yeah. That besides that, book. and plus, even if you watch it on YouTube and so-called spoil it for yourself, doing it for the real thing is gonna be totally very different than watching a video. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I, I recommend you should. It. Anyway, we could probably do a top five things about the Haunted Mansion we podcast. Could. To be honest, it's just such a, it's just so great. But what is your number one, Tim? My number one, and I think this is might be my number one attraction. All of these are all of the world. It's such a Disney classic, and yeah, I always have to bring it up, that's Splash Mountain. Uh, there is almost nothing bad you can say about it, other than a few mechanical problems they have sometimes here or there. But I mean, that's just, what are you going to do? But the story itself, it takes the fun things from, so, like, one of Disney's most blacklisted movies, no pun intended. <laughs> so another... Oof, baboof. <laughs> okay, but they just took... Like, the simplest story that didn't really have anything to do with the movie, but they had the original characters, and they made it into something so amazing. And the fact that it came out at a time when it did amazes me even more, because I don't remember the year. It was 1983 when it was originally built in California, and they brought it over to Disney two years later. It was during Eisner's time, and they wanted an attraction that still had Disney elements to it, but also they wanted to have a log flume and a kind of a thrill ride to it also. It was originally going to be themed to the movie Splash with Tom Hanks, just because of kind oh, of an IP tie-in. That would be great. That would have been horrible. That would have been awful. I love that movie. Yeah, but okay, that instead of Splash Mountain Air now. But then last minute, someone's like, how about no? How about we just call it Splash or zippity do it our river run Which was the original name for it. They decided, well, let's go with the mountain theme. Sure, it's Ticket Pit Hill, it's on a mountain, but we should go with the theme. And the characters work so well in it. There's such a rich part of Disney history that... I mean, they really only get credit for Splash Mountain, which is fair, because that's where they're most used. I mean, you have Bear Fox, Bear Bear, Bear Rabbit's one of the best characters. There's not, he doesn't have a lot of depth, but he's fun. He's like Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah. He's just fun. Everything works out for him. Pink shirt. Yeah. Pink. It's got some, like, it's got like a little, not horror, but it's got a little scary part, you know, climbing up that hill. That main, for, like, the main splash is fun. The other splashes in it are fun, too. It's not just about the thrill, but it's got everything a Disney ride should have. Good ride, great story. And just, it's fun and cute the entire way through. And sure, you can see outside Disney World, like, as you're going through, you can see uh, Cinderella Castle, and you can see just other parts of it. But that doesn't really matter, because it's, it's there for fun, primarily, in my opinion. And I would wait pretty long for it, too. The line queue is fun. There's just not that much that's really bad about it. It's so iconic for Disney World. 
the B part when you know the big drop is coming. And yeah. They send you into the B. It's, it's a little freaky. Yeah. It's like it puts you like it gives you a lot of anxiety because you know the drop is coming and then bees yeah. are swarming. Because there's like two mini drops uh. before that and it's like, is it now? No, is it now? And then you think you're safe and you get past that and it's like, oh, wait, what's the, wait, what? There's vultures. It's going up. What is happening? Right. Well, and then, yeah. I think another great part is they really stick true to the movies because in our, the movie, there was a section of it. Uh, Should where, they have? <laughs> okay, well, they just stick to the comic part where uh, the, like the way that Bear, or bear Rabbit gets away from Bear Fox and Bear Bear twice, and one of the ways is by tricking them, saying, "Oh, please don't kill me! Please don't throw me into that briar patch! I'm gonna get hurt and everything." And they use actually they use that in the ride to get thrown into his home. Mm-hmm. That's just a fun little thing to add in the ride, and it's it's just great fun. You, I, you can't come off that ride sad. It's great because my top three, my number one is my was in my top three. Your number one was in my top three, and your number one was yeah. in my top three. So this is fantastic. Plus, Splash and the Zippity Dude too. Like that's the happiest. Disney thing and ever. it does have a great medley too mm-hmm. I do wish they had like a better gift shop because they have the Briar Patch gift shop but it's kind of off to the side bless you and like that entire back area is a little confusing because they have bathrooms and a huge line and it's a little confusing that's the only bad thing about it but the ride itself is amazing well I do think we have some honorable mentions for you listeners out there yes <laughs> we can go in any order okay so I'll go first because I have got most okay what if you want off Listeners, we have Tim Gomez's. What are you guys doing? We're podcast. doing top five Magic Kingdom rides podcast. So I'm gonna start. So I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five. I got like whatever six or five, seven. I can't read uh, honorable mentions. I'm gonna start with my number twelve, which is my lowest honorable mention. That's it's a small world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, everyone knows it's a small world. It doesn't matter if you like Disney or not. You all know the tune. Sure, it can be annoying. I am a fan of it. It's fun. It's it, it's not. A, like an original Disney ride, but it's such a classic. And you can't go to Disney without doing Small World, whether you like it or not. It's just so much fun. So, yeah. It's colorful. It's representation. It's fun. It's a boat ride. I also have It's a Small World as an honorable mention because I always love on The Simpsons when they're on It's a Tiny World yeah. and then Bart drinks the water and starts hallucinating. <laughs> That's what I always think of when I'm on the ride, and everyone always says like, "Oh, the song's so annoying." It's like, no, it's actually kind of great because but that's what's is... good about it, though, because it's got such a cultural impact. Even yeah. if you don't like Disney or you've never been to Disney, you probably heard the song before. And it's the happiest cruise that ever set sail. Exactly. <clears throat> oh my gosh! But yeah, <clears throat> easy there. <clears throat> it's a small world. It's great. You know, there's penguins, there's leprechauns. There's a tiger with an umbrella shaking his head yes, like a total badass. And there's everything in between. The Polynesian section's fun. Mm. The Aztec sun, like the way it spins, it's so cool. I love the goats. The goats are fun, yeah. The Africa section with the elephant and the fun music. Mm. The nod to Mary Blair is pretty cool. Yeah, under that time, yeah. Is that one of your honorable mentions? It actually is not. Oh. Um, so, before we did this list, only uh, two actual rides made my honorable mentions. The rest are all... Oh, right, your honorable mentions. Okay, yeah. so here's... Disclaimer. So this is, we have, he considers shows things that he find he's attracted to, so he put them in his honorable mentions. Sacrilegious. But I think you could make a whole episode about top five Disney shows, but regardless, these are his honorable mentions, we're going to let him. Because he's only seen like two shows. I don't have 11 of them. 11 of them? No, 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 no. I have five of them. Five. Um, So I'm just going to go off with, uh, no, I'll start with the rides first. So, um, Carousel Progress is on oh, my honorable yeah. mention. Yeah, yeah I, I have two, I two attractions. Carousel Progress is 
so underrated as far as uh, Tomorrowland rides go. And I, I'm a sucker for anything that uh, indicates the changing of the seasons. And obviously, Carousel of Progress does that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got AC. You can't beat that. <laughs> it's better than being out on those hot-ass magic carpets. For like 18 And 110-degree yeah. weather. Um, and it's got a really good... For what it is, it's just... It's so classic. Um, it's You can't really compare it to much else at Walt Disney World, which is one of the reasons I really enjoy it. Um, it's unique in, in its presentation. It's mm-hmm. got one of the best songs, arguably, to, a Disney to grace a Disney ride. Um, mm-hmm. There's a great big beautiful the tomorrow. Is mm-hmm. like, and it, you time. can't beat it. I don't know. It, I just think it's one of the greats, and I think... People actually, sleep on it too much. Last minute, I could add that to my honorable mentions too. I think it's got, <laughs> I mean, it's got the same, I mean, too, too many, I just love Disney too much, but it's got the same kind of premise as, or the same, how do you call it, excuse for existence as Small World does and how it's a classic and Disney. Because well, both that and Small World were made for the 1964 World's Fair. That's the reason why right. Disneyland kind of sucked in the 60s because Walt was focused on making these two attractions knock the socks off some traveling world motherfuckers, and they were fantastic. They so, still are. Yeah, they really hold up, and they're such classics. They will maybe get little revamps here and there. I do think I might get shit for this. Carousel Progress, the last scene, they should. I think they should redo the whole thing because it feels weird. It doesn't say what time period it's in. It's obviously supposed to be the '80s when it was built, but then they added that stupid VR thing that's over cheesy. I think they can. I can keep the same idea. We're having it still be the distant future, not the present. They should just reimagine what the future should be like in maybe another 20 years and redo that last scene because the last scene just feels so awkward. Carousel of Progress is great because Gene Shepard narrates it and he also narrates a Christmas story. That's my, uh... That's, <laughs> that's why I love Carousel of Progress. His voice is charming and delightful. I literally don't care about anything else. I just want to oh. hear him talk to me forever. I'm going to knock one out real quick. Make it shit for this. Walt Disney Classic, The Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh my god. I know you guys don't like it. I love it. A vast majority of Disney World fans love it. I know you guys don't like it. You Over think it's boring. A vast majority of Germans joined the Nazi party in the 1940s. <laughs> yeah, well, a vast majority of Americans voted for Donald Trump, so. Actually, that's not true, but that's a completely well, different <laughs> podcast, not a top five list. Either. Okay, a vast majority of Americans do awesome things. Unreal. That's... Trump's not awesome. A vast majority of Americans <laughs> like ice cream. Ice cream's the best. To take that shovel. Are you saying Tiki Room is the best? No, I'm not saying it's the best. Are you I'm saying Tiki Room is the ice cream. What I'm saying is, track. it's one of those rides. It's one of those attractions where you go in, you're just looking for a fun show. You know, it's not there to be a headliner. It's not an e-ticket attraction. You guys don't like it, whatever. I can speak for a lot of Disney fans. Even if you're just looking out to get out of the heat of Adventureland and just sit down and watch a fun little show for a little bit, I think it's a perfect spot for it. Matt's and I nap location. <laughs> Fair enough. Matt and I did the Tiki Room for the. I did it for the first. Um, well, you also have no nostalgic memories to it. Well, I did it with Iago and Zazu. Yeah. I, this was my first time seeing it without them. That felt too forced for IP. Trash. And I looked to Matt and I said, how is this still here? How have they not gotten rid of this? This is insane. But the, per- the woman next to me was like probably 75 years old, and she's like, tiki, 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 tiki. <laughs> yeah. I like, oh, see, these are the ones. That's Sherman like, Brothers, too. I think uh, once the boomers it. are gone, they'll <laughs> the boomers. The boomers. Yeah, I can see that. I still don't want them to rip it, though. It's, it's one of Walter's classic ideas. It's not true to its Polynesian uh, roots, that's for sure. Well, it never was in the first place. No, but Disney's got to step it up. 
Yeah, well, they, they, can't they can put redo out a movie it like too. Moana, and then I think if they can mix the two together, singing really. flowers. I mean, it just doesn't work. Sorry, Disney's heyday. That's why you should say aloha in that part of the park and ahoy in the other part for no particular reason. Just if you felt like it. <laughs> uh, another honorable mention that I had comes in Adventureland, and we might have to have a surprise cameo to talk about this one. Because I have the same I one. What it is. I love the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise. And because it's Spanish. We have another roommate here, Matt Frawley. Hi. <laughs> he knows a thing or two about the Jungle Cruise. No, I don't. <laughs> it's his favorite attraction. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, I that's I mean, that's an honorable mention for me too. Again, it's one of those Disney classics. Walt's idea was to have actual animals. With the way Jungle Cruise is laid out, that would be a fucking nightmare. Can you imagine if they had actual animals on Jungle Cruise? Nightmare. As a kid, you think they're real, and that's fun and everything. I want the but, real crocodiles. Yeah, well, apparently there are alligators well, in there. Well, we're not allowed to talk about those anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> apparently there's alligators in there. That's not the point. The there's point ducks. is... Sure, yeah. Duck, ducks a lot of ducks. Yeah. But it's a classic. There's corny jokes on it. The Lion Cues plays like old Jungle 30s music, which is fun. I have Lion that Q's, on my YouTube playlist. Yeah, same. It's... <laughs> It's just got a, such a good theme of it. Just a quick little adventure in the turn of the century. The temple is awesome fun. It's just a fun ride, really. There's nothing thrilling about it. And the views and everything. There's things you've seen before. In a way, it's like Small World. where It's just such a classic. And it's fun, too. You can't come off of it and say, well, that sucked. Or, like, that was boring. It's just fun the whole way through, really. Well, it depends on who you have as a skipper. That's true. Some skippers can be bad. But sometimes they can make the entire thing a lot better than it is. Some skippers you can't hear because you want to turn the volume up. <laughs> No, I didn't think it. It's not the skipper's fault if the boat doesn't work completely. Yeah, some of the boats are really bad with their audio. Oh yeah, especially the fax speakers on some mm-hmm. of them. Because I well, use like, a motor. You can't beat a skipper yelling at a kid to keep their hand out of the water. Yeah. So. We have two boats that have no audio at all in the back. Oh. Just one speaker that works wow. all the way up front by them. Two boats just like that. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah, it's great. Do you have Jungle Cruise in your honorable mentions? I actually don't because I wanted to keep my jungle or my jungle cruise. My uh, honorable mentions list pretty short, so <laughs> I didn't. I've got one other attraction. And what is it? You aren't gonna mention oh, the sure. ten others that you have. Uh, <laughs> real quick, I'm gonna mention this one: Astro Orbiter. No, I oh just. My God. <laughs> Listen, hear you me just out. said that if anyone had them, that they should kill hear them. Hear me out. Hear me out. Can we talk out. about how my list is no longer as bad as his? Well, these are no. all inventions. You put Peter Pan's flight at number four, so you're... Well, okay, like, he, hear me out, hear me out. He agrees. Uh, it's like, my number one. Your number one? It's good. I love Peter okay, Pan. Okay, topic at hand, Astro Orbiter. It's not like Aladdin <laughs> or Triceratops spin at Stumbo. <laughs> First off, it is, by fact, it is faster than the other ones. So? It's got a better theme. You're on a rocket. That's more fun automatically. So? Also, it's a fucking elephant. That's cool. Okay, it's, it, it's... I don't care for the movie. It has an entire... Land themed around it, so I think it's well. A Starbuck Circus is a, it's garbage, but that's beside the point. Astro Orbiter also it's on top of the Peep Mover and it goes straight up, and its location is great too. If you look at where it's stated from the bottom up, it really represents Tomorrowland because you've got the launch pad, uh, lunch place, whatever it is, Lunching launching pad. pad, yeah. Above that, you got the Peep Mover. Cool. Above that, you've got Astro Orbiter. It just works in Tomorrowland and it's fun. If you're gonna choose any spinning ride to go on that just goes in it a makes circle, it kind of feel like a city. Exactly, definitely do um, Astro Orbiter. It even goes higher than the rest of them. It feels more fun. You can see everything better. It's fun. God is my witness. You said if anyone had a ride like Triceratops, it's not spin, like that though, because Triceratops Dumbo spin is, and Dumbo are the carpets, same ride. Then they should kill themselves. 
well, you're an astro orbiter in your honorable mention. Because listen, your Dumbo and Triceratops Spin are the identical ride except a different theme. Aladdin's a little bit different because it's crazy with water and chicks. Nah, it's different. Wow, it's it higher up. It gets higher up and it is faster. Wow. So much excitement. Dumbo is better two. There's two Dumbo. That doesn't make it any better. That doesn't make Astro Orbiter any better because it's taller. Yeah, it does. Okay, what's your next uh, honorable mention, Dave? My next honorable mention is a much better Tomorrowland ride. It's known as a little something called Spache Mountain. Oh, yeah, where you can almost likely chop your hand off by moving it an inch out the car. That's the thrill of danger. <laughs> That's, That's just me being mountain. scared of shit. It goes so fast. It's fantastic. I get more scared on that than Haunted Mansion. It actually doesn't go that fast. It's because it you're dark. Like it you know fast. the Barnstorm is the fastest roller coaster in Magic Kingdom, right? You're shitting me? He's That's the, not even. Totally I did say that. Yeah. It has the peak speed, right? You said it has the fastest speed. It's about a top speed of 45 miles per hour. <laughs> Space Mountain's a 40. Space Mountain feels like it goes fast. Though. Fun fact: They also shortened Barnstormer when they turned it into that monstrosity of uh, the Barnstormer instead of Goofy's Barnstormer. It's literally the same ride. No, it's not. They shorten the track. But it's the same ride. But it's not, though. If you took this... You sound like an insane person. If they took a section out of the ride, it's not the same ride anymore. It's the same thing. It's the Barnstormer. If they took out two of the scenes in Haunted Mansion, is it the same ride? They added a scene. It's the same ride. We can all agree that it's great that the listeners are not hearing us talk about our Epcot favorites tonight. That would be a bloodbath. Let's just just never bring that up again. disagreements... Epcot. Let's make a pact right here. Never talk about Epcot rides again. We have to. No, we have to. no, I'm We've not. We gotta do all four parks. No, Sorry. No. Well, then just don't. Talk I won't do Epcot because Epcot also has the least amount of attractions. Look, Nemo's gonna be in my top five. Just feel free to shit on me for it. I don't care. To be fair, there's like seven attractions in Epcot. So well, my next uh, honorable mention is uh, a defunct ride. Oh God. That is no longer. Here we go. A Snow White scary adventure. Someone's uh, salty. Look. I don't give a shit about where little girls want to meet princesses. They can do it in the castle. They can do Not it in really. the back stall in Tomorrowland. I don't care. Bathroom stall? Oh, Snow White's Scary Adventure. It was good. If it were still there, would take the place of Peter Pan for me. And I think... It was a much superior dark ride. It was terrifying. It was easily the scariest ride in the park. Um, what you, stall? What is it? Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about either. <laughs> like, I'm still hung up on the stall. Part. Back up Tomorrowland. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Where's Where's the the it is a solid ride. <laughs> and if you oh have yeah. not had the pleasure of riding it, I would definitely recommend checking it out on YouTube. And you Disneyland. Can find hundreds of videos. You never it? I never got on it it's back in the day. I don't think it's that scary, though. Well, at least you got to meet Elena of Avalor, like you've always wanted. I didn't even know she was a person until three days ago. She was very nice. I like her. He's fake woke, guys. I'm fake woke? <laughs> Why? Because I don't know, like, a Chicano princess? <laughs> Chicano princess? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're I'm going to quote you on that. You said to put... Princesses in the back of a stall as well. Whatever the fuck that means. That's where the Chicanos go. Oh god. Oh, listeners, he can say that because he's like Mexican. Because he's like Mexican. <laughs> well, he's like he's white, but he's Mexican. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mexican. Okay, my I, my next honorable mention. It's it's known across the globe. Have I said all my honorable mentions already? No, of course not. Of course I haven't. How could I ever forget? Thanks. How could I ever forget the majesty, the wonder, the whimsy, the fun, 
the delightful yeah. colors of the many adventures of oh, Winnie the Pooh. That's also in my honorable okay. mention. It's yeah. such a good ride. Winnie the Pooh is great. That's, yeah, it's one of It's my... got Pooh. It's got Tigger. It's got Pooh's body coming out of his soul or something. Yeah, well, it's a dream sequence. Tigger has a 12-foot tail. In yeah, and it bounces hey, like a fuck. women like 12-foot tails. <laughs> not my thing, but... Uh, I'm not saying it to you. Yeah. You... You can't beat the what? rain scene. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat the rain scene. In I mean, rain I mean the entire the rain ride rain itself. The rain, rain, like, rain. It's not just the down track. Down even the Tigger scene too. It's timeless. It's fun, and I mean, for sure. people are sad that it took Mr. Toad's place, but for a Disney I'm ride, not. it's not like Splash. Well, we never really wrote it, so. Yeah. Either way, it's, don't know that, it's a lot so like Splash Mountain in the way where it's just such a Disney classic, and it's so much fun all throughout too. I think it's great. Yes, yeah. I agree. The wait time is hard to justify sometimes, yeah. but and the line queue can be a little bit ridiculous with the amount of little kids running around. I'd wait thirty. It's a lot of jokes. Yeah, I would too. You can, but it's see. one of those rides that always has a lot of fast passes. Still, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, we yeah, got one like eight o'clock yeah. at night. It's never so hard to not get a fast pass for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And you can't come off that ride feeling grumpy either. Like the whole Winnie the Pooh franchise is just, hey, it's look, perfect. we're gonna have some fun. There's nothing too dramatic about it, and it's just, it's so cool. I mean, it's got a personality for everyone. Yeah. Like, literally, because... It's got genius names. Kanga Pooh. and Rue. Yeah, okay, so Matt... That is, that is fucking Shakespearean that. right there. I think it's phenomenal. And I never got it as a kid. Earlier today, he just realized it today, yeah. Seriously? Like, I've been watching Winnie the Pooh since I was Rue. in Kangaroo. the room. Oh my god. Oh my god. Their gear stuff's a little strange. I'll say that, because they got a bunch of, like, baby stuff in there. Which, sure, maybe that's what this targeted for, but it feels I think a little it's weird. Horrible. Well, it is, but it's just, I feel like it's a baby only story. Also, this is not on topic of rides, but with while we're talking about personality Winnie the Pooh, thing, have you guys seen the, the new, like, stuffed animals of all yes, the They're the so Winnie the adorable. No. I don't like them. I love them. I don't like them at all. They, I, I haven't seen them. It's I'd like rap- full kawaii. No, it oh, looks weird. It looks so great. They're weird. Yeah, what's that? It's like Japanese, Japanese anime hentai crap. Uh, no, like, I wish they were like, like Sailor Moon. It's like classic. That's not good. It's cute Japanese, Japanese culture. Yeah. It should be... It should be now. British and I mean, American. But. If I had a child, I would totally buy every one of those stuffed animals. Well, I have a surprise announcement. You do have a child oh, yeah. on the way. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> it's not possible. But His name is Deacon. Deacon, oh my god, kill Deacon. it already. He's a 16-year-old uh, has-been. See, this is why we need abortions to be legal. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right, who's else got? Right, who's got I still honorable? have a few more. Right. Oh my god, it's going to be literally every ride in Magic Kingdom. Actually, I think yeah. I only have two more. Uh, Peter Pan's flight, we already covered that. A lot of fun, it's great. Well. Uh, I think I only have one more. We can't all be right. And that is... Mickey's Philhar Magic. Oh, how did I forget about Mickey's Philhar Magic? Really? It's, it's easily forgettable. Everybody forgets about exactly. Mickey's Philhar Magic. Well, that's the weird thing about it. It's easily forgettable, and you never wait long for it at all. It's always 15, 10 minutes, and that's not even because there's a wait. That's just because there's a show going on. But it's so much fun. Nobody like, knows it's there. Exactly. It has a scene. Yeah, everyone to sneak away. And the bummer thing is they just throw all the Fantasyland Fast Pass kiosks right in front of the main entrance, so you don't even really know what to ride unless you look on the app. But it's just, it's great fun, really. And each of the scenes has different things, like Lion King, the theater expands wildly so you can see everything. Be the Beast has got the sense. You know, um, you get water spray during Fantasia. 3D effects are really strong in, uh, what is it? A Little Mermaid. And, like, the wind effects in Peter Pan and um, Aladdin kind of make you feel like the theater itself is moving, too. It's just great fun. And it's got the best, or not the best, but a lot of the best Disney songs and everything. Right. It's just like, a great adventure. It doesn't focus too much on Mickey, which is strange, but 
it does focus on Donald. Donald's a better character for that, too, because he's just a grumpy guy. He's going along with it. He gets beat up a little bit, but it's funny because it's Donald. When Disney released The Little Mermaid, That's it, the company. Beast, Aladdin, and The Lion King consecutively, those are like four of the greatest animated movies ever made, but yeah. also four of just the straight-up greatest movies ever made. Yeah. I feel like people can... can this is not, again, like on topic of Rise, but people can like categorize Disney in like two ways. The nineties, which is what which was like their like era of like Renaissance. Yeah. Renaissance. And then you have classic Disney, which is like all like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Mm -hmm. All of that. Like they're two I feel like they're two separate things. They're not it's hard to see them in the same Same. universe even though they are yeah exactly and now we're in like another new era yeah new era I'm not even used to yet now is now is a huge I still have to adjust to it really but I'm I'm like a I'm a classic person. I okay. love like the Cinderellas and, the, sleep, and the Sleeping Beauties and Snow White. Well, Sleeping Beauty is a like, masterpiece. Like though, and it's like Steamboat Willie. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that whole. That's I what too. I love about everything. So like when it comes to like park stuff, like Peter Pan's my favorite ride. Mm-hmm. Yes, like that's like it's because it's one of the like classic classic parts of Disney. And PhilharMagic is mostly Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It's just... On that subject of, like, different types, uh, this is kind of out of nowhere, but I think Disney technically is Pixar. They're the same thing, you know? I think... Well, whatever. You get it. You get my point. Disney, Pixar, whatever. I think they should... You are un poco loco. Sure, why not? I think they should keep Pixar, as much as I love it... (laughs) That was racist. I think they should keep Pixar out of Magic Kingdom. Whoa, I agree. No, here's the thing about that, because it's Pixar isn't directly Disney, and the only thing they have there still is just, I think, Monsters, Inc. Well, they're making Pixar it? land besides Toy Story. Well, exactly. I mean, they, they, that was the original plan, I think, but then they decided to go to Toy Story. They have so much good Pixar properties, and because Pixar is so diverse, and there's going to be some in Epcot, and there's going to be a little bit in Animal Kingdom, I think they could be spread between, between the other parks, just not in Magic. I think Magic should just be kept as Disney only, and they shouldn't have to create new characters for it either. Like, I know they already new created new characters of, like, Haunted Mansion, some for Pirates, but I think they should leave that it for his classic of creating new characters, because if you don't, you can have Disney try to create new non-IP characters from Magic Kingdom that wouldn't necessarily fit in there. Yeah. They should just keep everything that's 100% just Disney, no Marvel, no Star Wars or anything, just keep only Disney stuff in Magic Kingdom. If I were, you know, the CEO of Magic Kingdom, or, like, in charge of, like, those ideas and stuff... I would keep Magic Kingdom as classic as possible without really that many renovations. I understand. Uh, that's my But at the same like, time... Like Tiki Room. Like those yeah. things. Like that's the stuff I love. I love it too. Would you revert it back to the way it was like yeah, 20, I would. 20 years ago? I totally would. Mm-hmm. I, want, I would love to see what the park was like. But if I could go back in time, I would go back to October 1st, 1971 yeah. and see the park on opening, the opening day. That is a dream of mine. Obviously, that's not going to ever, ever happen because that's... Um, they could have a throwback night. But, no, I just, like, that's that's one of the things that I've always loved about Disney World is, like, the, the feeling of it being, like, a classic yeah. kind of thing. Like, a, I don't know. That's The fact that there's been so many changes, but the castle is still there and it's still the same exactly, one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I really want to go over to Disneyland, too, because I've never been there. Yeah, Disneyland, I don't really think they've really gotten rid of anything. They just kind of expanded it more. The OG. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they have some new properties. Like they have Indiana Jones, already Star Wars now, but they still have mostly just only Disney properties there. Cause like one of my friends went over to Disneyland, and they were just like, you know what? Being in Magic Kingdom, you're like, wow, this is amazing. 
but like Walt Disney World wasn't built by Walt. Yeah. It was Roy in Walt's name. Disneyland was all Walt's idea. And if I ever like got the chance to go to Disneyland and was there and like so- felt like I'm going this year. Like the the things that Walt thought about and the things that he like wanted to put into his park and like the actual grounds that like he walked on constantly. I would. I don't know what I would be able to. Do. I don't know what I would do yeah. myself. Would you have a breakdown? <laughs> probably. I'd probably <laughs> cry right there in the middle of of the park. Just. I mean, I did that the other the other day. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> anyway, I should probably stop talking now. I mean, another note of um different Disney only properties like versus classic Renaissance. What we have now, I think, as much as I don't really want to see any changes come to Disney World, it always happens. And especially the greatest thing about Heavily Ever After is. If you watch that after you saw Wishes, and like Wishes, you know all the old songs, you sing along with them. Something we don't really realize, and sure we love Moana and Tangled and all the new stuff, but something I didn't really realize is I wouldn't necessarily sing along to all those songs because I didn't grow up with it. They're still great and I still love them, but when you hear all the little kids singing along to songs from movies that came out last year, and like they're enjoying them as you would have loved the Renaissance movies, that's just so awesome, really. And that's the reason why they do need to change and add those things in, because that's going to create the memories for them that we already had. And that's just kind of amazing. That's true. That, that, that just keeps happening and that way Disney's always creating magic and it's, it's really special I will ride you're gonna cry Dave I will fly that's not even the best song every single time I watch Happily Ever After chase the wind and touch so I think as far as change sky. goes magic should have the least amount of change just add things kind of do what Disneyland does don't really get rid of anything make it a little cramped sure maybe not just expand it if you're gonna change change all the other parks but try to keep magic as it already is and only add when only necessary don't add things like, I hate to say it, but Stitch, it's a little bit of a gamble. Like, they could have done something amazing, but they're kind of threw it together last minute. They didn't change the ride at all. They just gave it a Stitch overlay. They just gave it a Stitch yeah. overlay. Remember when they Stitch, like, attacked the castle? That was, that was one of the worst. That's so great. <laughs> I thought it was so... I well, no, when the ride first whatever. came out, like, after <laughs> the movie, remember how they decorated the castle, I think, 1996 for the 25th anniversary? They made it look like a giant like, pink for, cake dildo. Uh, for, like, it was garbage. Months. That was terrible. And they did the same thing with Ditch Came. It wasn't as bad, but you they had, like, fake TP you know, You've never seen it? You have to look it up. The entire castle was 25th pink. anniversary, they literally, like, made the entire castle look like, look a, giant like cake. a birthday cake. That's stupid. Yeah. It was terrible. And, and it was up for 15 months, and everyone hated yeah. it. Everyone hated it. And a similar thing was with the Stitch is um when Stitch came out they had like fake Stitch was here spray painted they had like a fake TP all around the castle I don't know how long that was up for it's great it's it's not it's fun it's fun but it's Stitch he's not a Disney classic as much as you love him and other people love him I understand that it's kind of a dumb move he might be a classic by this point he this for point sure yes but at the time it's kind of like people aren't going there he's for the Stitch most popular character besides Donald Duck Mickey Mouse you think Stitch is more popular than Mickey Mouse Tokyo he's not. It is Donald Duck followed by Stitch. That's weird. Is that everyone's honorable mentions? Um, That's all for me. That's all for Matt? I think so, yeah. All the rides, I mean, I love just about all the rides there. Yeah, that looks horrible. Well, there you have it. That's been the one of the longest ones we've ever done, but also the first live one I have ever done. That was live? Live podcast. So this is great. Yeah. This is fantastic. Thank and we have more. We have Epcot. We have Animal Kingdom. We have Hollywood Studios. We have food. We have shows. We have so much more Disney ground to cover. I can't. 
it's gonna be no. it's gonna be wonderful and it's gonna come yeah. to you no. your little you your little tiny little tight little ear holes over the next couple months be sure to subscribe american apparel check it out thanks bye thanks for coming